motorheads, thank you for clicking on House Call with Doc Love on Race22.com, episode number nine. Today I'll be connecting with Jason Turner, promoter at the Ace Speedway, located in Altima Hall, North Carolina, and on Wednesday, May 6th, Jason made the announcement race fans all across the Piedmont Triad area have been waiting to hear. It's time to go racing again in North Carolina. Yeah, racing back in North Carolina, it means a lot. Uh, we're really, really glad, really happy that, um, you know, this this pandemic is starting to reside a little bit and, you know, some sense of normalcy is coming back to not only racing, but just North Carolina as a whole. Uh, we've kind of been one of the last holdouts to start doing some kind of a reopening system. Uh, and, you know, we're we're lucky to, to be able to be in the position that we are in to try to bring some racing action back to Altamaha. Yeah, you know, a lot of folks are really hoping to get back to some sense of normalcy, be it um, the restaurants or your favorite place to hang out, uh, the parks. Uh, for, you know, for me, it's it's the church activity and racetracks. You know, that's my that's favorite cool. place to be. Um, and it seemed like, for whatever reason, at a lot of states over here in the southeast, that's going to be the last places that's going to be open. Why is that? I, I don't know. Um, I'd like to open up a, a can of worms, but let's not go there. <laughs> but, but yes, I am so excited uh, that you guys are able to make that announcement. Now, um, everybody's been waiting for it, but it's been a it's been a lot of hard work behind the scenes. Take us through that process because you know everybody's been waiting and waiting and waiting. Tell us how long has it been? How long, you know, tell us the hard, how long it's been to work to get to this point. Well, it, it's definitely one of those things that you just kind of, you got to persevere. Mental toughness is just about everything, uh, especially in situations like this, instances like this, where, you know, you, you got to start finding the silver lining in things and how can we take a negative and turn it into a positive? Um, you know, what can we do during this time? Well, we didn't know, you know, how hard they were going to shut us down. So we, we started practicing social distancing early on and we would have, you know, a hundred people in the pits Then they cut us down to 50. Um, and then, you know, we were told that they were going to cut us down, uh, even more. Um, and, you know, I had some talks with some of our elected officials at this point and, uh, you know, it's probably week three of March. And um, I, that's when I was told I was woke up at like 7.30 on a Sunday morning. So, you know, they, they definitely had my attention at that point. So uh, going through that, we were told that, you know, she had some uh, sole authority to make certain executive orders in certain instances and this is one of those instances where, you know, we're going to be, be shut down. And I was like, okay, well, you know, here it goes. So I get a order telling me that, you know, all four profit racetracks in Alamance County are not, you know, they must close their doors. Um, and I, I, I instantly went on the attack just because, uh, you know, we're the only for profit racetrack in Alamance County. So therefore, this feels predatory to me. So I I throw it out there. You know, I call it how I see it. I'm a straight shooter. 
And, um, you know, instantly I met with a whole lot of resistance from everything from people that think we should be closed. And I get it. Like, you know, we're not running races right now. Um, you know, there's people out there that are sick. There's people out there that are affected by this. Um, and in that time, we didn't know kind of uh, what this was capable of or what it was going to do. The death toll is predicted to be, you know, 1% of the U.S. population. And now they've since scaled that back a lot. But, right. uh, you, you know, nobody knew what this was going to do or how hard it was going to hit home. So they instantly just shut things down. Right. Um, you know, it's okay to admit you're wrong, but, you know, nobody wanted to do that, and everybody wanted to be, you know, CYA. Everybody's passing the buck. Everybody's, you know, monkey see, monkey do. Um, so let's just shut everything down. That seems to be the right thing to do at the time, to control the spread. So, you know, we shut down our doors, and we go on the offensive to say, hey, look, you know, this isn't right. We're standing up for what is right. Um, you know, so we, we look back at things and we, you know, we want to create a safe environment for everybody at a speedway. So we instantly repealed, um, you know, hopes of having an opening night in March, uh, just because, you know, Hey, it's what's right for the fans. It's what's right for everybody's safety and health. We need to be, you know, cognizant. We need to be uh forthright in our decision making so we we do what we feel is right we follow the law or the executive order and um you know we just tell everybody kind of sit tight let's get through this the best we can we're all in it together and you know make the best of what we have so we start thinking of all the things that we can do during the time that we aren't allowed to be open um so you know we don't need we don't need their permission to improve our facility. So we start, you know, working on just improvement. We build, uh, you know, we've built some new billboards around the racetrack. We want to make this look like a very nice facility. It's already very nice, but we want to make it better. Every single thing that we have that we can improve on, you know, no stone left unturned. We've increased the pit capacity outside of turn one by 10 cars. So now we can get, you know, 10 extra cars in that, in that outside turn one pit area, um, we're going to build a new ticket booth on the front stretch so that we can double that as a front stretch registration building so that we can have somebody doing registration for those people. Uh, that way, you know, it kind of controls the flow of traffic a little bit better. Um, you know, we put down, you know, 200 bleacher boards, to, to make everything safer, um, you know, something that also is more aesthetically pleasing. Um, you know, we've cleaned everything. We've painted everything. We got our pit concessions, uh, our pit concession stand cleaned out. And no, not that it wasn't already clean, but, you know, we roto rooted everything, uh, everything from uh, new concession equipment, new freezers, new refrigerators, new grills, new fryers. Uh, you know, you look in that and it's got a whole lot of new restaurant equipment that, that 90% of your restaurants outside don't even have. Um, wow. So, you know, we're working, we're working with the North Carolina DHS, DHHS right now to, um, get that permitted so that we can cook, you know, for the public, you know, at, in the pits. So that's what that's going to do is that's going to speed up, uh, you know, production of concession stands, 
uh, for the concession stands and make everybody have less lines, less weight in the line, um, give them an opportunity to, you know, get what they paid for. You know, they they, they come to either race or they come to uh, watch a race, and they don't need to stand in line. So we speed up our line time because everybody's got food hot instantly in their hands. Um, you know, everything that we can do, we've we've pretty much done uh, at this point. And then we started doing new projects here recently. Um, we're doing a renovation of the VIP suites. Uh, the interior was done over the winter last year. So now we're working on the exterior. The uh, One of the biggest eyesores uh, after we painted and re-lettered the, the uh, scoreboard was the VIP suite awning. You know, the VIP suite <laughs> building is painted. Yeah. Stripes are painted, pressure washed, everything on the exterior. Um, but man, that awning just looks terrible. <laughs> Well, you know, honestly, I, <laughs> I kind of hated to see that. I, you know, I've been keeping up with uh, with uh, all the ongoings with Facebook. I know a lot of fans have been too, but you know, it's been there so long, and it, it's kind of like the like the mascot of the VIP. You know, even though it is, you know, as you say, it, it isn't the prettiest thing, but it's kind of like the mascot. You know, you kind of that's like something you kind of look for. Uh, when you get there, Absolutely. you know, you know, uh, so, but, uh, but yeah, I, I noticed that uh, you guys had took it down. So, but, uh, you know, I hope the fans are listening. Uh, a Speedway has not set idle, even though they have been court, I guess, uh, ordered, you know, with the, uh, the, the local, um, uh, government, uh, ordered them to shut the doors, but they can't do business, but they, they can't stop them from doing improvements. So I hope the fans are listening. These guys have busted their tails through the shutdown. They have not set idle. They have done nothing but improvements inside and out at the Ace Speedway for you, the race fans. So how about that, folks? How about that? How they deserve a standing ovation right now, no matter where you are listening to this. I hope you're clapping and cheering and saying, boy, Ace Speedway. Uh, but I want to back up a little bit. We were talking about the local government. Uh, which official uh, was you dealing with? Uh, was it the mayor or which which office? Which official was uh, uh, told you that you had to shut down? Well, uh, at Ace, we um, we're actually out in the county, so we're, we don't really fall into the districts of you know any kind of one incorporated city. Um, we're outside of the city limits of elon so we have an elon mailing address but we we've dealt with the county um 100 on everything from the order to close in march up until you know here recently in the last three four weeks where we've been able to actually open and hold private controlled testing during the day um following the mass gathering and social distancing guidelines that are passed down from the state of North Carolina, uh, you know, we did what, you know, one of the things I like to do is have face-to-face meetings. And I'm actually met face-to-face with our chair commissioner and uh, the sheriff of Alamance County at the Speedway. And I wanted them to have a firsthand account of what it is that is going on, not only at any business, but just at a Speedway. We wanted them to see what it is that is going on and what is, how this is being, how this is affecting us. Right. Um, you know, obviously everybody and you know, they they 
say pity me or or pity this or this is you know this is affecting me 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 we know it's affecting everybody right but what really sets us apart is the fact that we've got open air we've got 50 plus acres of wide open spaces right um you know there should be no reason why we can't have 50 to 150 people um at the facility doing open testing on a saturday right um you know, we'd love to do that and, you know, get everybody a chance to be well-practiced, you know, make sure the brakes are going to hold up, make sure, you know, your lugs aren't going to snap off of a hub, make sure that everything's going to, you know, your engine's not lazy up off the corner. We want to make sure that these cars are well-tested so that when the race, racing resumes on May 22nd, we're going to be ready to go yeah and, you know, and if you've seen any racer on facebook they are just chomping at the bit to get their race cars that have worked on all this time just like you guys have worked on your facility these guys are chomping at the bit to get their race cars on any racetrack so these guys are raring to go you know if absolutely if you happen to notice uh, the race at 311 on the dirt track uh they had a, a race what last weekend 33 cars mm-hmm. in that one uh, Southeast Dirt Modified Division. 33 cars showed up. So hopefully that's a good sign uh, for you guys when you do open up. First, I want to mention this segment is brought to you by Black Acid uh, Custom Apparel. If uh, if you want to stand out in the crowd, be sure and look up BlackAcidCustomApparel.com. BlackAcidApparel.com. Uh, you, everybody said, man, Doc Love, you look good. When I was at Martinsville, I was sitting in turn four. I could see you way out in turn one. That's because my buddies, my good friends at Black Acid Custom Apparel did make me look good. I'm, I'm a big old billboard too, you know, if folks can see me. But uh, they, they, that's, a, that's my uh, official apparel, folks. They, they make me look good. They make me look sharp. But, um, but yeah, that, that's... Uh, you know, I wanted you kind of to, to, to walk us through, you know, the process of, of how long it took and, and talking with the commissioners uh, in, in which department. Because you, you guys, you know, there's a lot of folks, you know, they're in Altima Hall. No, they're in Elon. You know, you guys are, are in such a, a different area and everybody, calls, you know, thinks you're in one area or the other. But because uh, I knew you guys were in the county, you had to, to uh, abide by the, the county rules. So I didn't know exactly which um office that you guys were having to deal with so you know i just wanted you to share that part of it with the fans uh because you know the the main thing that uh i know folks want to hear you know they they wanted to hear all the improvements but the main thing fans want to know if they drive two hours are they going to be able to get in the gates Absolutely. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> we can put all these articles all over the internet, no matter what. They're going to look at the pictures. Could I get in the gate? <laughs> and I'm guilty yeah, of that. I'm the number point. one guilty guy of that as well. But but that's the thing. Talk about, uh, you know, let's welcome the fans. Uh, it's, you know, uh, Friday, May 22nd. Uh, let's talk about that night, you know, and, and I'm excited for you guys for being able to be the first asphalt track to make the announcement uh, of your race night, and it's going to be May 22nd, Friday, May 22nd, and uh, me and Daniel should be there doing our videos and, and having our uh, uh, driver interviews and all that good stuff uh, for race 22. 
uh, with our black acid apparel uh, looking sharp. He's got his duds now, so he'll be sharp. Boy, he thinks he is the stuff. Now he's got his own shirt. He's he's the stuff. Uh, but uh, uh, we'll be there, um, and I want to see the fans uh, there. And we got to use common sense, right? Absolutely. <laughs> So, and talk about that, it, and we really want the fans to really pay attention here because if if you've, you know, had a family member or a co-worker that has been sick or possibly been around a COVID-19 and things like that, you know, that's something you have to take in consideration for the people around you um, that you're going to be in a crowd. You have to take responsibility uh, for yourself that you don't bring it to the crowd, you know, just in case. You gotta, you gotta be responsible, and you know, it, it might be disappointing that you. It's finally race day, and you, you know, you gotta be responsible. But let's talk about that. You know, let's let's share with the fans what we hope. Um, you know, what you what you hope, and and what we really expect of the fans on this first race night. Well, we expect them all to be happy. And healthy and and excited to be at the racetrack but you know first and foremost is the the safety and health of others um you know if you've been exposed to anyone who could potentially have the COVID-19 you know we do ask that you you know be mindful of others and you know if you don't feel up to it or if you've you know just had a bad day and you don't feel good um you know or if you don't you think you if you think you've been in contact with somebody of that sort, then you know definitely feel free to, you know, self isolate, stay at home for a little while. You know, definitely make sure that you've uh, gotten plenty of rest, and make sure that you know this is you know make sure you just didn't over exhaust yourself. Make sure that you don't have any of the symptoms, um, and and you know then you can come to the racetrack. You know we we want everybody to be there May twenty second, but we don't want to be uh, a breeding ground for, you know, a, a spread of an activity uh, that's going to allow people to spread something that, you know, is supposed to be on a downward trend. Um, you know, at, at the racetrack, you know, you buy tickets from a man in a ticket booth behind a, you know, behind a glass window. So, you know, that much isn't going to change. Right. Um, you go You go to a concession stand and you're buying food from someone who's behind a window. Yeah. Yeah. And, that, that's and always so they're to, they're back there wearing gloves as always that's right yep we have proper ppe we have proper hand sanitizing uh stations we have proper hand washing techniques that we follow um you know pre- proper guidelines for preparing and storing your food until you're you know ready to come to the track and enjoy we we follow all of the guidelines that come down from the ncdhhs and uh you know but it comes down to personal responsibility. Everybody has the same responsibility to do the same thing that we've always done since we were children. Yeah. We learned to wash your hands after you use the restroom, to wash your hands if you cough or sneeze. Uh, you know, we have hand sanitizer nowadays. You know, if you have a, a little two-ounce bottle of it, uh, you know, in your possession, feel free to bring that to the track, kind of keep that handy. You know, definitely cough into your elbow you can wave hello to people instead of you know giving them a high five or a handshake or you know you can maybe even reach into a little elbow bump or something like that but you know there's plenty of open space at a speedway no reason for 
you know, anybody to not be able to find either, you know, some space to themselves or to find a new spot to sit at. Right. Uh, you know, ASPO's got plenty of great seats from, you know, everywhere from turn one all the way around patio of turn two, the whole entire backstretch. We've got a patio in turns three and four. VIP suites are available for rental, um, as well as plenty of front stretch uh, uh, grandstand seating. So definitely a, a good chance to, to still have some family fun and, and do so in a safe, clean environment. Um, you know, common areas like the concession stands, the restrooms, they'll be properly fitted and equipped with hot water uh, for washing your hands. Definitely be able to uh, get some soap wash their hands, have some hand sanitizer handy. Um, you know, we'll be having some hand sanitizing pumps at the concession stands, the ticket booths. Um, you know, definitely we want to make sure that the fans know that we're taking their safety and their health as a top priority. And as a courtesy, uh, f- please don't take it. Leave it where it's at. Yeah, Just let me throw that out there. Just... Just common courtesy. I think if anybody's going to hoard a gallon bottle of hand sanitizer. (laughs) Well, I mean, you know, when you go to the the big old Walmart and there's no toilet paper, you know, I just thought I better put a little PSA out there. (laughs) Kind of just slide that one in there. (laughs) Yeah. So just thought we better cover all the bases, you know. (laughs) Oh, exactly, uh, for sure. But Uh, I I think I might do like what they do at the bank and put those little those little chains on the, on the bottles like they do on the pens. Yeah, yeah, or like in uh, what was uh, the movie The Jerk for the uh, the key for the bathroom had a big old uh, uh, rim. <laughs> Put a big old racing rim tied to it. <laughs> yeah, that would be even cooler. I think somebody might want to take that as a souvenir. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, but anyway, now uh, oh, yeah. with the uh, the commissioners and things like that, was there any provisions for the um, uh, the employees for PPE? Any mask or anything? Was uh, anything uh, for the employees or anybody in the pits? Uh, was there well, anything the way, special for that? The way Executive Order One Twenty One was written um, is that you know you must maintain social distancing of six feet except at the point of sale. So, you know, it, that's all it really ha- that's all it really said was, hey, at the point of sale you can be close to one another, but then afterwards you got to you got to maintain your distance. So you can you can get close enough long enough to sign an insurance waiver and get a wristband and 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 pay some money, but then you got to be 6 feet apart. So evidently this virus is only contagious <laughs> If you're not making a, a purchase, oh lord. Um, so you know it, that just kind of comes to me, and it just kind of it strikes me odd, like it does everybody else. Yeah. Um, you yeah. know, it, it really does because if you can pack 768 people in the local Lowe's store, yeah, um, and, and you know zero that, in that church, yeah, kind of, uh, yeah, but no church, yeah. So that kind of that just strikes me odd. So you know, we have to do a drive by for our pastor's birthday. Yeah. But we can't go inside and listen to him preach. I've come to the conclusion so, that this virus is obviously a Republican. <laughs> I mean, you can't, you know, you, you get what I'm saying? Because <laughs> everything a Republican wants to do, it's not allowed. <laughs> uh, it seems, seems to be something like that. But, you know, there was no... 
there was no mandate that, you know, I've got to have a guy here in, you know, full PPE from head to toe and, you know, looking like he's going to be in an episode of Breaking Bad. But, um, <laughs> you know, definitely like like everything else, we want to make sure that we protect our employees as well. Right, right. Um, you know, our employees, are they mean a lot to us. And, you know, since we've been here in 2017, um, you know, we've finally been able to staff enough people to get the job done in an efficient and effective manner. Right. Um, and so we, we do not want to take any of that for granted. And we want to make sure that our employees are happy and healthy to be at a speedway. Um, so we would definitely just remind them, Hey, if you want to wear some gloves, you can, I'm not going to make you, um, that's the libertarian in me. I, I, uh, I don't want anybody to feel pressured or, or right. told they have to do something. Um, I will make all the recommendations in the world and give you more than enough information to make an informed decision for yourself. There you go. But I will, but I will not sit there and make you wear a mask. That has- we want our people to be to be healthy. We want them to be happy. Uh, you know, if I had to wear a mask that I knew probably wasn't going to save me. Uh, you know, I wouldn't be very happy, and you know, my health is going to be going down because I'm wearing something covering my face. You're kind of breathing in your own exhaust fumes, if you will. You know what I mean? Uh, in, uh, engine likes clean air, cold, clean air. You know, not hot, hot exhaust fumes. So, uh, you know, same thing along those lines. I don't want. I want everybody to be happy and free to make their own decisions. Well, I mean, uh, you know. You know, basically, God made us that, you know, our, to be immune to something, you have to be exposed to something uh, to a certain degree. Sure. I mean, how did we live through the 60s and 70s and through the 80s with all the, the you know, without uh, uh, the handy wipes? Uh, you know, good Lord, you go in public now and let me wipe this down, little Johnny, before you touch something and get a germ. Uh, we didn't have those in the 70s and 80s. and. We survived. Oh, how about that? You know, it makes you wonder. You know, so, uh, you know, now you got, uh, you know, I'm not going to, you know, talk about food allergies and all this because there are people that have some very serious food allergies, but my goodness, you know, everybody's allergic to this and that and this and that, every little thing. But there, I mean, come on. I mean, dirt is not going to kill you. It's okay to get dirty. I mean, you know, there was no handy wipes growing up. You know what the handy wipe was? You, you, your mama licked her finger and wiped your face with it. That that was the anti-bacterial you know, wipe then. Uh, That's right. That's it. <laughs> you know, um, so I, I just I don't know. It just you got to shake your head sometimes. But that's right. Well, yeah, we do have to. We do have to protect ourselves and we do have to protect our fans to some extent um you know we want to you know we want to make sure that they've got some clean food so we'd we'd always wear hand you know gloves when you're handling other other people's food um you know we especially when serving uh you know we've got one person that takes money and that's their only that's their only job oh yeah yeah they, they, they take an order and they take the money they hand you your change and then somebody else is picking your order and handing it to you that way you know you kind of don't you kind of split the responsibilities and the tasks up, and then you you 
reduce the risk of cross-contaminating based on, you know, right. somebody handing you some dirty money. Right. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. you guys so got to follow this. About the small things like that that really make sense, but yeah. some of the other things, uh, yeah. I just wonder, you know, how, how soft are we, have we really gotten? Oh, goodness, um, yeah. But, you know, aside from all that, we, you know, we've taken every precaution necessary. You know, who's your racing tire? They've been great to us. They give us a whole slew of pens to use. So, you know, everybody that has an opportunity to come and, and visit the racetrack on a Friday night, um, when they come to sign in that insurance waiver, you know, they're going to have a pen that's been, you know, used one time. And and then it goes into a bucket. Oh, you know what I mean? Cool. And then and then after, after the bucket is full of pens, you know, we'll put them in a room somewhere and we'll gladly wipe them down a time or two. Yeah, well, uh, as long and, as they sit for 72 you know, hours, you know, if by chance it does have uh, uh, a trace of the uh, COVID-19 uh, 72 hours you know set it at where, where it would be exposed to heat you know set it in a in a you know uh, work uh, uh, shed or something 72 hours it's it's decontam so you're good to go but but yeah you know you got to take precautions I'm, I'm not making fun of, of the situation but but you, you know you got to take precautions uh, and you guys you know as far as the the concessions you got to follow the same rules and regulations as in the county as restaurants and you guys do a fantastic job of that and you know you can look at me tell that i loved uh, eating at a speedway there's no question about that <laughs> <laughs> i tell you one thing i grew up on food at a speedway every time i was eat, every time i'd go to the restaurant i had to eat something <laughs> and most of the times it was either a cheeseburger or a bologna burger with cheese and onion. Oh, yeah. Um, those are definitely racetrack staples, and every Friday night, that that is exactly one thing that I would do, other than watch the race <laughs> or walk around in Dad's sweaty race suit after the race. Uh, I would always go to the concession stand and see what they had left over and, and you know, definitely pick from the last of whatever there was left over and, Get a good bite to eat while it was there. Oh yeah, nothing like racetrack food. I'm telling you, um, that's that's uh, man. There's something magical about that. Eating at the racetrack and all the smells, the sights, and and everything. To me, uh, as a teenager going to Franklin County Speedway, uh, I'll always say it. There was something magical um, in the early '80s, late '70s at uh, Franklin County Speedway. Um, uh, eating at the racetrack, man, it was just something magical, um, and I'll always remember that. The lights coming up that hill, and seeing those lights, and hearing those cars, man, you couldn't wait to get uh, the trackside food, man. Uh, that's right. That was always that's a magical moment uh, every time I think about it. But but let's talk about that race night. What can the fans uh, expect to see on the racetrack? What's going to be racing on that uh, Friday night uh, coming up, May twenty second? I know the fans are going to be itching to get out to the racetrack, and we hope to see everybody out there. May 22nd, A Speedway. What are we going to be seeing on the racetrack? Oh, we've got an opening night full of excitement starting May 22nd. A Speedway is known for late model stock action, but we've got a whole lot more to offer than late model stock. Uh, we've got 75 laps of late model green flag only racing, nice. uh, 50 laps for the limited late models, 40 laps for the A Speedway modifieds. 30 laps for the mini stock division, 20 laps for the A Speedway Extreme divisions, sponsored by Carolina Nissan, and 
the inaugural running of the Ace Speedway Pro Mod Division. Sweet. Uh, Ace Speedway Pro Mod Division will be running 20 la- uh, twin 30-lap races. Um, they are different from, you know, our Ace Speedway modifieds. These are a mix of stadium and tour-type mods. So, you know, we'll go by the NASCAR rule book on that series and um you know tech it accordingly these guys will be coming from everywhere from walkertown kernersville path town winston-salem i've had some coming as far away as from south carolina and florida some wanting to you know i had a couple people make a phone call today one was from maine sweet uh, i know who that is that <laughs> hearing it races that races are going on and they uh they just want to try to get a piece of it. Um, nice. Now, so you when, know, you, when you talk about the, those type uh, modifiers, are we talking about the big, big tires and the big, big motors with big, big horsepower? Big, big motors, talking about, you know, just the 10-inch tires, not the 15-inch tires. Okay. But, you know, it, it's still it's still a 10-inch tire, but it is an F-15 compound. So, you know, definitely let those, let those horses uh, have some grip behind nice. them. Nice. Uh, you guys will be see, they'll be seeing some... High horsepower entertainment. These guys have been cooped up for way too long, and I'm telling you what, <laughs> they can't wait to get after it at Ace Speedway. Oh um, man, I've, I've I've talked to some of them, you know, here recently, where you know anybody who follows modified racing knows the Tim Browns and the Chris Flemings and Bert and Jason Myers, and everybody knows the local favorites. Um, you know. All of these guys are coming to A Speedway. They're excited. They're chomping at the bit. Uh, some of them, believe it or not, have actually been working together to make this happen to nice. where they can come and have a place to race um, and and have some something else to, to do to occupy some of the rest of their schedule for the end of the season. So, you know, we definitely want to be there and, and to give them an avenue to have some more racing uh, to kind of fill out their schedules and – you know, what better way than some Friday night racing under a Speedway light? Oh, absolutely. Saw that uh, my buddy Tiger Tommy Neal was there getting some track time uh, either today or yesterday. I think it was pretty pretty recent, so I know he's yeah, chomping at the bend to get out there. Yeah, Tommy Neal, he's he's actually got two cars. He's going to want to race as sportsman, and he's definitely going to want to race a limited late model at Ace. So, Sweet. you know, we, we've got Friday nights and some Saturday nights coming up. We're trying to definitely help our neighbors to the to the west a little bit um there's a lot of racers that have been reaching out to us wanting to have a saturday schedule for their divisions um so you know kind of segueing into that a little bit we've got a uh, i just posted it here live to the Speedway facebook page let me click publish real quick to make sure that that's up and running oh so we're but, breaking uh, some news some breaking news. This is what you get when you make house calls with Doc Walsh. Nice. Nice. That was smooth, Jason. That was smooth, my friend. <laughs> this is this is definitely uncharted territory for all of us. Um and you know, this is definitely not a not a reach or a power grab or anything like that. We weren't trying to win a race to be the first people to open um, you know, just kind of try to put all these rumors out there to rest. You know, we are racing with fans, with right. social distancing, right. with proper procedures in place, with health, you know, recommendations in place. Um, but we do have a uh, a great group of people from 
the central state, central area of our state that want to uh, race on some Saturday nights. So we've put out a schedule for some Saturday night racing. We've got one in May and two in June. Uh, and what this does is, you know, it gives these guys a chance to race. Um, a lot of these people, you know, they're, they're diehard, you know, Winston-Salem racers. And, you know, with, with having uh, no track to go to at this time, you know, they need a place that they can go to and shake these cars down. And so, you know, if we've got an opportunity to give them uh, an avenue to race and to, you know, expose their sponsors and get these cars dialed in so that when they can go racing on Saturday nights at the stadium, they're ready. Um, you know, we're, we're not definitely, you know, definitely everybody wants to make a dollar, but, you know, this is, this is about more than that. This is about trying to help our people, you know, if they don't race at ACE, on a Friday night, that's okay. You know, there's there's dozens of other racetracks and there's hundreds of cars and there's thousands of crew members that don't come to Ace Speedway. And, you know, we, we definitely would love to have them here in one way or another. But if we've got an avenue to help somebody, we're going to do it. Uh, so, you know, we've got racing for the, the Ace Speedway Pro Mods. We've got racing for the sportsmen, the streets, and the stadium stocks. Um, you know, give these guys an opportunity to, to get their cars dialed in and to get some racing in before they go racing under the lights on Saturday nights. Um, and I personally can't wait to go back to the stadium. It, that place is electrifying. It's a great experience. <laughs> um, so, you know, after, after the two Saturdays in June, we're kind of going to kind of just keep the rest strictly TBA. You know, we definitely want, you know, our neighbors in, in, at the stadium to be able to have the opportunity to race as well. Um, you know, we, we're not definitely not trying to take anything away from them. They've got a great following, a great facility and a great show. Uh, all the racing there is really, you know, hard fought in my opinion. I, I love watching races there and I can't wait to go watch and support these guys. Um, but you know, we, we want to just do our part to try to help give them an opportunity and, a, a and an avenue to get their cars shook down and, and have that opportunity to be able to hit the ground running when they get there. Um, you know, I, I don't know, and I don't want to pretend to know what these guys at the stadium are going through. Um, I don't know how they're set up with the city or, you know, any, anything. I, I, I know none of the logistical or infrastructural, uh, things that go on there. You hear rumors about this, that, and the other, but I don't put any, you know, emphasis on hearsay. Right. Um, yeah. And being you know, in the middle of the, the city. Yeah. One time. Yeah. Being in the middle of the city, um, I'm sure the, the, the rules and regulations are going to be a whole lot different than being in a racetrack way out in the county. So, uh, and I have I'm not, sure. uh, you know, I have not, uh, called or checked into that. I've had my hands full, you know, with, with the day job and, and, you know, Wake Forest, uh, Baptist and dealing with that and taking care of the, uh, the callers there and, and, that's you know taking all my uh time with that so um so with that man i mean listen fans uh and folks and racers uh jason and all the staff at ace speedway not only focusing on taking care of the racetrack and, and presenting a f absolutely beautiful fantastic gem of a place to come watch a race they're taking care of the fans. Not only that, they are taking care of the racers as well, giving them a place uh, to race uh, that normally wouldn't on a Saturday night. Just, to, you know, not 
not competing with anybody, but given uh, some racers that need a place to race on a Saturday night for a select few races. So listen to these. Listen to, to what these guys are doing. They're taking care of the fans, and they're taking care of the racers at Ace Speedway. It's definitely a lot, lot to, a lot to handle. We've got <laughs> you know, several different apps, several different times during the schedule where we've got either you know back to back Friday nights or we've got back to back Friday and Saturday nights. Um, you know, Saturday nights and Friday nights in the same week. Uh, you know, that's definitely going to be a toll on on our staff and our infrastructure, and it'll be a, a toll on you know supply chain management and everything that it takes to go into having a top-notch event. Now, is Randy, so, Randy going to be the, the voice of Ace Speedway throughout the year and uh, the stadium? Randy Pettit is very, very talented, and we are fortunate enough to have him as the voice of Ace Speedway on Friday night. Very good, yeah. He, he will keep the crowd pumped up and excited. Who knows what this man will be wearing next. Uh, it's amazing. I don't know who supplies I him. I did tell him that I wanted to, uh, we should be matching on that day. <laughs> oh, I have no idea who his uh, supplier is, but man, he is one of a kind. <laughs> and he does a fine job. He does a fine job. <laughs> I'm telling you, he, uh, he does a fantastic job and, uh, really does, gets the, the, crowd energized and you couldn't ask for a a a finer job in uh, the way randy uh gets the crowd wound up and uh does a fantastic job at the stadium boy they they love him out there so and he does a really good job at uh, ace speedway so um no he's looking looking forward i know he's looking forward to getting back to the uh the mic at the, the tracks that he likes to work at so and I am too. I am looking so forward to. And Daniel, I'm telling you, he is chomping at the bit. He's calling me every day. Hey, Dad, what we, how about this idea? How about this idea? I was like, Son, all we work with is is our phones. You know, we don't have these big fancy cameras like Tony Stevens uh, with uh, the car store. Speaking of the car store, uh, let's mention this real quick. June 5th, that is official, right? Car store at the A Speedway. Uh, June 5th, is that correct? Yes, sir. June fifth, we've got a 125 lap late model stock event tying in with some Ace Speedway regular events uh, as well. So that we've got not only the the cream of the crop and the tour uh, coming down and and seeing who's going to win that big check. We've got some Ace Speedway. Uh, I call them superstars. You know, in, in all actuality, you know these guys. They're the ones that put the show on week in and week out. So, you know, they definitely deserve to, to be here and showcase the best of what we have to offer on such a night like the Car Tour night. Oh, absolutely. Those guys, uh, man, we love uh, seeing those racing with the uh, the tour regulars. Um, I get uh, done with our um, interviews and stuff like that, man. I always like to watch those guys put on a show, man. Heck, yeah. Absolutely. But, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to getting back out to Ace Speedway. Can't wait to see uh, – uh, the new shiny stuff you got out there. Can't wait to see you guys again. All your staff is always, always so pleasant to, to work with and uh, always love to see all the smiling faces out there. I have yet to ever have a bad experience out at Ace Speedway. Everybody's always so pleasant and always smiling. And I know the fans uh, uh, will always say the same thing. So uh, looking forward to getting things going uh, back in the racing community. 
Uh, folks, use good judgment and hope to see everybody back out the racetrack. I, as soon as I, you know, the uh, Langley posted the story, I, you know, put it on my Twitter and other accounts, and my phone was blowing up. I'm trying to my my sons are coming over tomorrow. I get to cook for my boys, so I'm trying to get the, that done. And my phone's blowing up, and people ask me questions like, "I got to get hold of Jason. Let's let's do a podcast." So, um, so man, I'm glad I got to do a house call with you and. Um, uh, folks, don't forget Black Acid Custom Apparel. You want to look pretty as old Doc Love when I'm out there at the racetrack. Be sure and look them up, Black Acid Apparel, blackacidapparel.com. I'm telling you, you want to look good, give them a call, 704-242-0663. Black Acid Apparel, you can look good too. Black Acid Custom Apparel, T-shirts, hats, hoodies, and more. Be sure and look them up online, Facebook. They're all over the place. they got some good-looking stuff, I'm telling you black acid custom apparel well jason uh we'll let you go um anything you want to add um uh man we covered a lot of good stuff man and i really appreciate you letting me do a house call with you uh very exciting to make this announcement and um and uh breaking some news we'll uh, get this out there and um i know you're posting it now but we'll get this uh, audio out there and uh, uh anything you want to add before we uh, let you go well, just make sure that everybody comes happy, healthy, and ready for a whole lot of Friday night racing action at Ace Speedway. We've uh, we've all been cooped up for a long time, and you know these drivers have been cooped up as well, and they deserve to to have a whole lot of you guys coming out and supporting them as we all open up a new chapter of our lives and and this COVID nineteen uh, situation that we're in, and you know we hope that. Everyone comes happy, healthy, and just ready for ready for some good racing. This is just going to be something that I've never experienced, just like nobody else has experienced. I can feel the energy just building every time I go to the racetrack, and I look and I see how it is when it's dormant. I just imagine what it's going to be like when we have no restrictions and when the fans just pack out the place and we have a great atmosphere. We've got music on the new PA system playing. We've got you know fans filling out our newly renovated vip suites we've got packed out pits inside and out but outside of the racetrack we've got you know just a really good time a lot of good hard racing going on um you don't want to miss it it starts may 22nd gates are going to open at six o'clock races are going to start at eight o'clock adult ticket prices are fifteen dollars that's a little bit higher than than a standard event night standard event nights twelve dollars kids are still just five dollars so bring the family definitely feel free to you know sit amongst your household uh you know there's plenty of space take some for yourself leave some for some others and and definitely just be excited about what we have to offer um you know because it starts now may 22nd and goes all the way through october 9th and 10th with the rodney cook classic the seventh annual rodney cook classic is already here Oh yeah! Wow. It'll be here before you know it. It'll be here before you know it. The uh, last year's race was exciting, and lots of uh, lots of excitement through that race. Uh, I was uh, blessed to be able to do that with Tony and in uh, race twenty two. So hopefully they'll have me back and uh, look forward to doing that again. Well, man, I've enjoyed enjoyed chatting with you, Jason, and uh, we'll have to do this again, brother. I look forward to it. You always, you know, it eases 
it eases all the symptoms of this COVID-19 when you get a house call from Doc Love. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I can't wait to get back out to A-Speedway. You talk about all the renovations and with the uh, 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 the uh, concessions. Man, I'm telling I'm going to bring both my bellies. Bring both of them and bring them on empty because we got plenty <laughs> to pick from. Trust me, you're going to want to have a little bit of everything. But, man, I really can't say enough about what you guys do. Really big thanks to Langley Austin. Corey Latham, the entire Race 22 crew, you know, you guys have been uh, really over the top here recently with, you know, reaching out to us and making sure that we've uh, been exposed properly through all of this. You know, every single time something's gone on at the track, you guys are on top of it to get that information, not only to have it first, but to have it out to the people. Uh, You get the good facts, you get the true story, you get it, you display it in a proper context, and you make sure that the fans know where to go first when they want some information race22.com we really appreciate you guys well, i really appreciate you man uh, thank you so much for allowing us to invade your space here with the house call with doc love and and once again friday night may 22nd we get back to the green flag at the ace speedway jason you take care and we'll see you may 22nd thank you hello i must be going Quick reminder, pit gates open at 4 p.m. for the racers. Grandstands open at 6 p.m. for the fans. Green flag drops at 8 p.m. That's Friday, May 22nd at the Ace Speedway. For any changes or updates, you can always count on race22.com or click on acespeedway.net. Thank you for clicking on House Call with Doc Love on race22.com. Until next time, we'll see you at the races. I must be.